Welcome to track number six of Grace and Peace. You may be seated. Okay. The next step to receiving the Holy Ghost is found in the next verse. And when he had spoken, Acts chapter 1, what's the first step? What's the first step? What? Learn what Jesus did and what he said. Is that not so? The next step is what? Huh? Believe in unseen things. The next step is what? Accept what? Assemble together. Fellowship together. Amen. Next step. Waiting on the Lord. Faith and patience. How many are ready to wait? The next seven years, many of you are going to be surprised at what you are. Amen. The next one is what? Don't change spiritual things into carnal. Don't say a spiritual gift. Don't change it. Change the whole gospel. Huh? Is that not so? Alright. Now the next one is don't stand there gazing. Don't stand there gazing. Don't stand gazing. In other words, don't gazing. G-A-Z-I-N-G. Gaze. Don't stand there doing nothing. Just watching us. Don't be a spectator in the work of the Lord. And Bible says, and when he had spoken these things, they beheld and he was taken up and a cloud received him out of their sight. And while they looked steadfastly toward heaven, he went up and behold, two men stood by them in white apparel. Which also said, ye men of Galilee, why stand ye gazing up into heaven? This same Jesus, which is taken from you into heaven, shall come so come in like manner as you have seen him go into heaven. Then return they unto Jerusalem from the mount called Olivet, which is from Jerusalem, a Sabbath day journey. Amen. Amen. The angels appeared and said, Why are you gazing? Preach. Doing nothing and just watching. Huh? Idle. Do you know who is the most tired person here today? Who is it? No, I'm not tired. You are tired. Because I'm preaching. So you are more tired than because you are sitting down. You are gazing at me. So you will be more tired than me. My legs are tired, but I'm not really tired. I mean, I, as for me, easily we can go to 5 a.m., 6 a.m. My flight is at 7. From here we go straight. Not a problem. But you, it's a problem for you. So maybe we'll make it four. <laughs> I'm just joking. <laughs> anyway, so we are just going, we'll see who, who drops off first. <laughs> it's more difficult 
I tell you, very difficult to be in a church and gaze. Very difficult. Very difficult. Look, it is difficult to be a Christian, a gazing Christian. When I became a Christian, from the time I became a Christian, I've been active. I would say that that has been one of the blessings that I've had. I've been so active. I don't have time, even now, the time to quarrel with other pastors and fight with other churches about who is who. You wouldn't even see me. I don't have time. When I was going to enter a relationship with my beloved, my wife, I was so scared. Oh Lord, I'm going to fall into fornication. Because she was such a beauty, still is such a beautiful girl. And I look at her, she looks so voluptuous. And I said, Oh God, how can I stay from 1985 when I entered a relationship till the day that I'll marry? Looking at this voluptuous sister, beautiful, juicy. Oh, you don't understand what I'm saying. And I will not fall into sin. Hmm? Every day I'm with her moving. Eesh. Lord, I'm afraid. Yo? <laughs> so, the Lord told me, be active. Be active. Save me. You won't have time to sin. So, I said, wow, it's a good idea. So I became very, from 1985, that is when we, at that point, we started a church. I was going for all night, every day, doing this, preaching, very active. Until 1989, on the 8th of June, I was able to sack all my guards who had been guarding me <laughs> all these years. You don't understand what I'm saying. <laughs> you look very mystified and gazing. So, hey, we don't understand what I'm saying. What you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> That's when I got married. You get it? So I was able to stay until then safely. And that was one of the most intensive times of my life spiritually. You know, when you are active, you won't have time for so many sins. So many things which seem to be a problem today is because you are idle. That's why it's a problem. When you are idle gazing, you see the faults in everything. It's only gazers who see faults. 
It's because you are not active. That's why you have time to criticize the Catholic Church. Catholic Church. Why would you criticize the Catholic Church? Because you are idle. Oh, yes. Or even find a fault with anybody. It's just you are gazing. Catholic Church. One day I saw the charismatic. I went to the north of Ghana. And I was looking for the charismatic churches. No charismatic church. The church I saw there was Catholic. They are the ones who have bishops and whatever there. Who can be there in that desert and run a school and have a church and call on the name of Jesus Christ. So you have time to criticize how do I, can I move my church from, like, look at this, this place when we are driving back. Where, where is the church? There's no church. So somebody has become able to have his church for 2,000 years and the church has become some way. How do you think Lighthouse will be in 2,000 years time? You already, look at how it is, how much more in 2,000 years? Is you are gazing. That's why you can criticize. Do you see? Yeah. Criticize somebody's church. Criticize some pastor. Criticize my preaching. I'm preaching. You don't like my preaching? Come. (laughs) Come and preach. Prepare your outline for 30 minutes and come and stand here. Since 3 o'clock I've been preaching to you without notes. It's midnight. Come and stand here for one hour. You will wee in your trousers just now. You'll be surprised. And I'm preaching to you awake. It's a miracle. To preach to people and keep them awake. Because you may not know, I'm not sure, but I'm keeping you awake at the same time I'm preaching. I'm doing two things. I'm not just preaching. <laughs> Yeah. Criticize me for what? We went to the camp. They didn't do an altar call. I'm sorry. You are right. (laughs) Recently, one of the ministers of the government came to our church, and uh, I think he's not used to Christian, you know whatever so after church I wasn't there myself but after church he came to the pastor and he doesn't know how to say oh I was blessed by the word or it was a good message or thank God or, so he was there and he told the pastor you are right <laughs> tell somebody you are right <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. You are right. <laughs> it is wonderful. You get it? I enjoy, look, I tell you, I enjoy Christianity. Amen. I actually enjoy the ministry. What I'm doing, you don't have to pay me. I've never been paid for, for what I'm doing in terms of that I'm doing this for money. Oh, please. Please. I don't know when I start work, I don't know when I close. I'm doing, you see, when you found your life's work, you never think of closing over time. 
how much you earn. I'm working from my heart. Amen. It never ends. I never think I'm doing too much or too this or too no. It goes on and on. I found my life's work. And work it is to the end. When I lie down to die, there should be nothing that I should have said that I didn't see. I should have said it all. Amen. Are you listening to me? You are there? Are you right? Am I right? You are right. (laughs) Hallelujah! God wants people to get involved in the work of the church. So it's time for you to not just look at me. Look at the church and say, they should have arranged. Why didn't they make a banner? Please come and make me. Ask my policy. If you bring an idea that I don't do, I always give it back to you to do. So that why did you do a banner? Please do it now for us. Why don't we do this? Why, why, why didn't they do that? Why don't they do this? So do it. Come and help. There are the same few people doing the same things. Get involved. Uh, but I, I don't know what, I don't know what I, uh, what I can do in the church because I've been in the church for some time and I don't know what I can do. How come when you are going to get married, you know what to do? You know who to see? You know how to go about it? Huh? And when it comes to the church, you become spooky. I don't know what I should do. I don't know what I don't want to intrude. I don't want to disturb anybody. But when you have to do your own wedding or your own marriage or get your lobola, you know who to see, what to do, what to where to go. You know everything. It's a wonderful thing. So God is calling us to get involved in the work of the ministry. What are the characteristics of the work? Let me tell you. When you have been involved in the work, you will know by the following signs that you are involved in the work of the ministry. Number one, it is repetitive. When you work, you keep repeating the same thing. You keep coming to church early, setting this up, doing this, doing whatever. Or you keep supporting with this amount of money every time. Or you keep singing the same, so you keep going for rehearsal every Saturday. You keep rearranging the chairs. You keep doing whatever. Do you understand? It's repetitive. Number two, you get tired. Coming to church on Sunday and going after two hours, you will not be tired. But counseling people, talking, meeting, after church, you will get tired. Any normal work gives tiredness. That's I'm, I'm tired. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. We, I'm wearing what I wore when I left Ghana. Come straight to your program here. You get it? Yeah. Oh, you don't understand what I'm talking about? I'm preaching to you. No problem. I'm tired, but it's my work. And it's my joy. It's my privilege. Hallelujah. Are you listening to me? You are there. Are you right? You are right. Are you being righted? (laughs) Hallelujah. It is repetitive. You get tired. What else? Huh? You spend time and money. Time. You spend time. At your workplace, don't you spend hours and hours and hours at work? You're going to spend a lot of time doing these church things if you are now involved in the work. But if you're just a church member, you spend one hour, one and a half hours, two hours 
I'm off. There you go. But when you start working, you start to spend four hours, five hours, six hours at church, involved in church. Then you have become involved in the work. And then the Bible says, the laborers are few. That means you have become one of the few laborers. Because now it's now work for you. It's not just pleasure. Like me, when I want a break, I don't, I don't want to go to church. If I'm tired, I have not to go to church. Church is not a place of relaxation for me. Church is a, it's work. It's my work. <laughs> Many people say on Sunday we are with our family. We go as a family together. We go to church. For me, that's not how I don't go. I don't go with my wife to church. I have I've hardly ever in my life gone with my wife. To I, I can't go. I cannot go with my wife. I am. I go at a different hour. We work, and I cannot link my going to church with my wife. It will bring quarrels. The time. That's one reason. And the other reason is that I go at a different hour. What I go to do, and she has to come at a different time with children and this and I, I cannot connect. I'm go- when I'm going to, when you are going to work at the bank, you don't carry your wife and children to, 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 to the bank. If you were to do that, they will soon sack you from the work. How many want to be involved in the work of God? Yes. So get ready to be involved and when you are tired, don't start complaining. Say, Lord, thank you for the opportunity to work for you. Thank you for the opportunity to be tired. Thank you for the opportunity to come repetitively every day, 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 the same thing, every day, the same thing. Hallelujah. 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 You get tired. And the next one is working hours. You have working hours. Every job has the hours. Some jobs you start at nine, you start at eight, you end at five. Some you start at midnight, you end at five. Some you start in the evenings. Every job has working. And I, as a full-time pastor, I don't work at nine o'clock in the morning. No, 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 no. I don't work on Mondays. Monday is my day off. Because I'm a full-time pastor. Monday is my day off. Working hours. If you are a lay pastor or a lay person working, the evenings you are working. Saturdays you are working. Sundays you are working. Those are the hours you can work for the Lord. If you are a full-time pastor, it's the same thing sometimes during the day. And then on Mondays, we are off. When you go to Korea, the only people who work on Sundays are the security men. On Mondays. On Sundays, if you go into their office at 8 o'clock in the night, they are all there. The whole place is busy. Sunday, 8 o'clock, everybody's office is full. Everybody's working. Every floor. Floors and floors and floors of people working. Sunday is a working day for the church. I said for the church. Let's have our crusades on Sundays. Let's have our program. Because that's the day people are available. You can visit people on Sunday. You can go to their houses on Sunday. You can call people to come for a meeting on Sunday. You can even have a crusade on Sunday. You can organize so many things on Sunday. Eh? In one year, how many Sundays would you have gone to work? 52. And 52 working days is how many months? One, one working month is what? 20, 20 working days is in a month. So it is two and a half working months. Almost three working months in a year. If you are to work for the Lord and give only your Sundays. And you give even eight hours on Sunday to work for God. You have worked full time for three months. Yeah, I tell you. Thank God for the lay pastors in Lighthouse. They really, really contribute a lot. 
Sunday after Sunday, if you give just your Sunday, just that you are working 52 working days, because 60 working days is three working months fully. Wow. I said, wow. wow. Yeah. So expect your reward in heaven. And decide not to gaze, but get involved in the work. You cannot listen. You if you watch me, you can never learn how to preach by watching me. You can never learn how to swim by being taught. These are the steps to swimming. Ministering healing. Crusades. Oh, you can never know unless you don't learn how to. Raising funds. Every activity, you learn it by experience. That is why when we, we do our pastoral training, then at a point, we send you out and we say, go and do this. Hallelujah. Because that is the way you will learn it. You learn it by doing it. You want to learn how to preach? Just do it. And you'll learn how to preach. If you wake me up at any time, say, preach. I can preach. Yeah. If you wake me up at any time, say, preach. Preach. You can sit and say, preach. Go and preach. I'll go and I'll preach. Yeah, yeah. It's not a problem. About what? What is that? Who are the people there? Many times I don't know what I'll preach till I arrive. When I get there and I singing going on worship going on then I have an idea so let's preach about this and I go yeah are you listening to what yeah. I'm saying yeah so God is telling us let's stop gazing if you gaze at me for too long you will soon find something wrong with what I'm doing you will soon have something to and when you criticize me you are making a mistake in your life one day I had a vision hey 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 one day I had a vision and in the vision are you listening to me in the vision <laughs> I was walking can I have two men to help me please you come two of you come please listen this is one of the most important visions I've ever had like this you know sit me on my side and I need a, a, a you are going to be come crouch over here yeah I was walking on the road. I had this vision last a few months ago. I was walking on the road like this with two other people. And then I was not happy about something, so I began to criticize a pastor. And I was far, and there was a, there, there was a demon that looked like a hog. Do you know what a hog is? Like an animal. Okay, like an animal. Okay. <laughs> now, the hog was over there. Okay. <laughs> Are you listening to me? Are you listening? Okay. So, as soon as the hog heard me, and I was so far that there was no way it could have heard audibly, but it was a spiritual thing. So he heard me saying, I said, this pastor, this, 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 whatever. The thing started to come to me. And as it came, it came to me. And then it jumped on me to enter me into me over here and I fought with it and fought with it to get it out and then suddenly I, I came up I tell you from that day the Lord said the moment you open your mouth to criticize and to speak it that's the fastest way to bring demons into your life do you see the Israelites they open their mouth to murmur against the Lord as the Lord brought them out, the spirit of death 
cancer, demon, every kind of thinking and wiped everybody out. I'll never forget that. I screamed, I was fighting. Come. The demon was coming and I was walking. And it didn't go for this one, but it was coming. It was coming for me. I was <laughs> <laughs> and you see he left this one and left this one because they were not criticizing they had not opened their mouths but I opened my mouth and it was like in the spirit a signal was given it turned around it was going this way then it, as soon as he heard it just turned around slowly there and came and walked slowly singled me out and jumped onto me I'll never forget don't forget it it's a lesson for all of us don't open your mouth to speak words that you don't understand Bible says I do not exercise myself in matters too high when they ask you have no comment one day somebody came to me showed me some videos of a man of God who was criticizing another big man of God on the video say something so he asked me what do I think about it I said I have no comment to make about at this, at this time I have nothing to say and I asked him, and he knew that I, I don't like it. And I said, why, do you, why are you trying to tempt me? Why, you want to me to say something. I have nothing to say. Have nothing to say. Why should you have, who are you to have something to say? Amen. When you gaze too long, you will soon start to find something wrong. Because you've been, you've been gazing. And you start becoming a moat. Spotter, you see small, small things, specks, specks. I see a speck in your eye. Are you okay? No, there's a beam in your eye, <laughs> and you can see the speck in my eye. Hmm? All right, gentlemen, you may go back. So, don't gaze. The longer one day I met a pastor, he had gone to London, he wanted to start a church, and I said to him, Start your church now, start your church now. I really encourage him to start. And I told him, brother, the problems you are going to have will by all means come. So start. He delayed and delayed and eventually he started. And he had so many problems. Later he saw me and said, I wish I had started when you told me. As for the problems and the situations, they will come. Stop gazing. Get involved. Let's work together. And when you start working, then the church changes from being a place of leisure to come to enjoy yourself on a Sunday morning to a place of work. And what are the four signs that it is work? Number one is what? It's repetitive. Number two is what? You get tired. Number three you, you get what? You spend time and money. Don't you spend money to go to work? Huh? Yeah. And you spend money on it. You spend money for lunch. Money for uh, transport. Money for mobile phone. Money for whatever. And the next one is what? What are the working hours of a lay pastor? Sunday, Saturday. Amen. Is it stupendous? Okay. Let's go on. Let's go on to the next point. Somebody should give me a chair. I think i also sit down. I tell you, it's stupendous. 
Alright. Verse 12. Then return they. We are going to the gift. Is it is that not so? How many want the gift of God? Then return they unto Jerusalem from the Mount called Oliver, which is Jerusalem, a Sabbath day journey. And when they were coming, they went up into an upper room where abode both Peter and James and John and Andrew and Thomas, Bartholomew and Matthew, James the son of Alphaeus and Simon Zelotes and Judas the brother of James. And these all continued with one accord in prayer and supplication with the woman and Mary the mother of Jesus and with his brethren. Hallelujah. The next step is to continue. Say continue. Continue. Many people start but they don't continue. If you continue what you start, you will find yourself bearing fruit in God. Amen. Amen. Dr. Mills, is that not so? You started coming to the church some years ago when we were at that upstairs place. But you've continued. That's why. Huh? What was that? What was Buddha and Bosman? That's the place. Okay. Brood and Brosman. That is because you continue. That's why you are now pastoring a church. If you are not continued, maybe somewhere saying that uh, what's her name? Uh, what that boy have cast boys now? Uh, Darky what males? You say whatever. He says he's doing a church. Whatever. Do you see? But you continue. Then you suddenly become something in the house of the Lord. How many are going to continue? Are you going to continue? Yeah. You, you'll be surprised what will come when you continue. Huh? Is it not stupendous? Recently, there was a guy who criticized me so much. So much. Hey! When I was a medical student starting the church, criticized me so much. Then, one of our pastors, he, he saw some other doctors who had become pastors in the church. He said, ah, all these people are pastors. How? And he went to the internet searching out details. You know? And I found out that he's so interested in what we are Because when you criticize something, you don't expect it to work. So you are so interested. So he's scanning all our things. Finding out. This one is a pastor. This one is there. This one is that. Oh. You know? They are surprised that some people continued. And it has become something. Is it not a wonderful thing to continue? Huh? Yeah. I'm glad I continued in Lighthouse. There was a time I felt like leaving Lighthouse. Huh? There was a time that I felt like leaving Lighthouse. No, I just felt like leaving. You know, sometimes you don't feel loved. Not that when you give a lot, you know. I remember when it was my wedding, you know. I thought of the times I come to the church to wipe the floor for people's weddings, the pastor. Huh? And when it was my wedding, you know, my, the time it was my wedding, our church, we didn't have even an organ. We had a little 
think that, that you can use it even to fan yourself. Uh, keyboard. Very small. <laughs> we had to hire instruments, hire musicians to play for my wedding. And I look at the way people came for the wedding and how they behave. Sometimes certain moments of your life, you just look. Some time ago, they would be organizing presents. Oh, it's the bishop's birthday. So people are, I told them they should stop that thing. Because you can see that it's not from their hearts. Should you go and organize presents which are not from people's hearts to come and give to somebody? I don't need it. The person feels like doing something, they should do it. Now, all these things can make you want to leave. But Jesus said, if you continue, you'll be my disciples. And that's from my point. But from your point, there are many things that may make you want to stop. Maybe you're going to marry somebody and you didn't marry the person. The person is still in the church. It's like you don't want to see that face again. So let me go to another church nearby. Hallelujah. Are you there? Open your eyes wide. Are you still there? We are surviving. We'll get there. We are going. Heaven knows. We are going. We know. It will be hard. We know. And the road will be muddy and rough. But we'll get there. Heaven knows how we will get there. We know we will. Are we going to get to heaven? Are we going to get to tomorrow morning? <laughs> we know we will. All right. Tell somebody continue. Have you decided to continue? Have you decided to continue? Yes. Have you decided to continue? Yes. Do you know the word steadfast? It's, it's a navy term. It's a term used by ships. The navy. Originally it was in, invented by the navy. And it means the ability to stay on course. Amen. Amen. Are you there? The ability to stay on course. And the ability to come back to course. Huh? When you have deviated. So to continue means to be steadfast. And to be able to stay on course. And to come back to course. When you have deviated from the course. Hallelujah. So I believe we are going to continue. I see you continuing in the name of Jesus. Oh, I said, I see you continue in the name of God. No, all hands must be up if you are going to be continuing. I see you continue. I'm watching you. I'm looking for more hands. I see you making it. One day we'll be there. Let's sing. It will be hard, we know. And the road will be muddy and rough but we'll get there heaven knows how we will get there 
We know we will. Amen. It will be hard, we know. And the road will muddy and rough, but we'll get there. Heaven knows how we will get there. We know we will. All right. We are just about ending. So please, verse 14. These all continued with one accord. Everybody say one accord. Everybody say God is a God of unity. Amen. God is a God of loyalty. Bible talks about one faith, one spirit, one hope, one God. One. God starts from one and ends in one. He progresses towards unity. And the devil always tries to divide what God has joined together. So there will be people who will always try to divide us. So that we will not be of one accord. So let us avoid such people. Mark them and avoid them. For they are causing confusion and division. Don't let the devil steal you and divide your mind. Let us be of one accord. Amen. Verse 15. Let's all stand and read it. And in those days, Peter stood up in the midst of his disciples and said, The number of names together were about 120. Men and brethren, which the Holy Ghost by the mouth of David spake before concerning Judas, which was guide to them that took Jesus. For he was numbered with us and had obtained part of this ministry. Now this man purchased a field with a reward of iniquity and falling headlong, he burst asunder in the midst and his bowels touched. And it was known unto all the dwellers in Jerusalem. Aseldama. Amen. How many know that there are people ready to replace you? Huh? Decide not to let anyone replace you. Lift your hand and just speak to the Lord. Say, Lord, I don't want anybody to take my place. I don't want anyone, any, any person to take where I belong in your house. His bishopric. His bishopric. Let another take. His bishopric. His bishopric. Let another take. Speak to the Lord. Father, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Oh, yes, Lord.
Father, thank you for your blessing. 